When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 27 and 28 of The Fires of Heaven, The Practice of Dividends, and Trapped. Enjoy! Welcome to Season 5, Episode 13. Um, We do have some announcements to get started before we get going any further. And the first announcement is we do have some new patrons. Um, So it's been a few weeks since we had some. So uh, we have Nadia and Jennifer um, both joined us. Nadia, are you uh, Nadia? (laughs) (laughs) I can't say it's Jennifer. Jennifer, she has the same name as my sister. Oh, yeah, there you go. (laughs) And we just lost a patron. And <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So um, thank you so much. We do appreciate all the patrons and that's the shout out to you guys and love you all. Um, Remy was supposed to join us tonight. She's one of our Bellas. Um, I don't know what happened, but hopefully she can come on in a future episode soon. And then David's coming on in two weeks. So we do have some of our high tier patrons uh, either coming on or hopefully coming on soon. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll work through that. Um, when that happens so yay yeah and we appreciate of, you guys yeah lots of patron love and then as far as giveaways go we have a at the time of recording this uh we have a lot of giveaways actually four giveaways going on right this moment um now by the time this episode actually comes out uh they'll all be done but um if you're listening to this and like oh i missed it well we'll do another round of giveaways in april so um just keep on watching um our social medias we do it on different platforms so we don't have it all in one platform so um just keep on uh checking it out and watch for those and you might be able to win something something cool um so we'll see um next month is going to be expensive month for us because mm, april mm. we're going to jordan con so we're that's excited fun. i'm very excited uh to go uh nervous excited all the things i'm still trying to figure yeah. out exactly how i'm going to get down there like my my wife was like why don't you just fly down there and i was thinking about it because the plane tickets atlanta's a hub yeah. so like i could get a pretty cheap plane ticket and i was trying to do the math and it's like it's around the same as how much it would cost in gas i think gas would be a little bit cheaper but it all depends on everything going on in the world right now yeah gas prices, to say, <laughs> but gas prices are 20 cents here in two in 48 hours yeah so, so it, yeah it might be cheaper to fly but then the, of course plane tickets are going up now too so if i, I need to lock that price in if i'm gonna fly uh, mm-hmm. but it's not that bad of a drive so uh, you know and part of the whole thing was i was gonna drive down with ian and now it looks like Ian is coming back like that makes more sense but we'll we'll see um yeah Nonetheless, I will be there one way or another. You don't have to swim <laughs> or hike there. Uh, I will get there some way. <laughs> so 
looking forward to it. Um, and yeah, another thing I always like to do like a little fun fact about like numbers or something like that going on, whether it's locations or like just social media numbers. So I decided to share Twitter numbers uh, this week. Uh, we are almost at 2,200 Twitter followers. So that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I think we're like 20 away, 20 people away. <laughs> that's so awesome. Where we are almost there. Uh, so pretty excited oh, about thanks, that. Guys. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much uh, for following us and keep it up because we like our followers <laughs> for sure and, and our patrons and our listeners and everyone in between. So like yeah, all of you. Yeah, exactly. And then as far as personal life goes, yeah. So if you listen to, if you're caught up on the podcast, which I hope you don't just skip to this one, I just recently had a kid. So that's pretty much a lot of my home life is circled around that um, works busy. So it's work baby. And then my other son is sick right now. So, which makes things a little bit more difficult um so yeah um yeah so he he he's has a stomach, stomach bug or something going on so he um um he should yeah but he seems to be like he doesn't have a fever or anything like that just just lots of upset uh stuff going on so, i mean i'm sure <laughs> yeah so we we has he hasn't been able to uh um um uh, go to school he can go to school on monday we send him to school today because he had uh you know thrown up in 24 hours and then he got home from school today and not only did he throw up but yeah other stuff too uh, lots mm. lots of bodily fluids going around our house right now um plus mm. we have a baby which adds bodily fluids so it's it's a lot of mm. and i'm gonna stop before yeah. i gross out my entire audience I was about to like, say, uh, and, and, and my news <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with you <laughs> um you know always on the path for the next thing so I have had now two interviews, one of which was four hours long for a position with UNCC, uh, University of North Carolina, Charlotte campus. And I got the message that they're calling references. So typically it's a good thing. Like I, I know that the person that definitely would get the job over me just because she's been with UNCC for so long and has, you know, all the people in her bag took another job at uncc today oh and then not too long after they started calling my references so i think not i think i know i was number two in the pot just because of that interview wise we were neck and neck but Mm -hmm. she definitely had that you know it's the who you know type deal and i have a couple of who you knows she had all of the who you knows but i'm hoping that by friday i'll be putting in notice with the cms school system here and looking at moving into higher education again it's been a while since i've been in that position and the job that i will be doing allows me a lot of peopling and a lot of out and about and a lot of busy which we all know i thrive in (laughs) yes that's awesome you didn't put me down as a reference though please say you did it no i didn't okay good 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't I've, had one, I've, I've had friends do that before and one of them like told me they were going to but then they didn't call for references until like months later so i was not expecting the phone call so i thought it was a telemarketer so like i answered it <laughs> like it was a telemarketer and like <laughs> and and still it was caught the blues so i thought they had the wrong number for a second so like they called me up and i'm like doing like a hello or you know like a weird voice or yeah. something like that <laughs> you know like <laughs> trying to try to mess with them and they're like yeah we're calling about will and i was like will I think get the wrong number. Like, and I was like, oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Very, very good guy. Very, very. <laughs> uh, they're like, um, yeah, we 
need to look at him because of his friends. <laughs> I was like, sorry. Uh, you told me like months ago they might be calling me. And like, yeah. that goes out on my, they don't call me in a few days. I'm sorry. I'm not exactly. a good reference anymore. <laughs> oh, trust me. I'm the same way. It is what it is at that point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, God. So, yeah. Other than that, so. we, we took my grandma to South Carolina this weekend and it's been a shift in life. Uh, mm-hmm. she, you know, she went from a very able bodied person to breaking her femur. And now, when she travels, she's traveling with a ramp, a wheelchair. She doesn't call it a wheelchair. She calls it an aiding chair because she doesn't need a wheelchair. She just needs help every now and then getting from point A to point B. And it just so happens gotcha. to have wheels. <laughs> and then she's got a walker. So, and then her luggage. Her luggage is much lighter than the walker and everything else. But yeah, we had a good time doing that and seeing the cousins and just getting to see grandma for the first time in a few months so that's good she's still good as healthy times. as ever just yeah. can't move like she'd like mm-hmm. yeah yeah i still have my mother-in-law in town with us helping out uh i think she leaves thursday night so two days yeah so gotcha. so yeah and then we're, we're back to just us trying to figure out this thing called life so it's gonna, it's gonna be fun um yeah so um honestly all of it uh it's pretty good. And then for, of course, Ian's piece, um, since he's not here, and I talked about this pre-episode, but uh, since we're actually now in the episode, Ian's not here with us tonight. Um, he has left Wisconsin where he was deployed at. He is now in Texas with the Army still. They have just moved uh, to a new location, and I should be coming home within a week or two, um, maybe even days, I think is how long they can, how, how fast they can process them out of deployment back. Um, so uh, he might be home sooner, uh, might be later, but um, because of the transition, uh, there's no way he could record because he didn't have space to record. I think all stuff's still packed up. So he's, yeah, uh, the ar- the army did it. That's why he's not here. <laughs> we'll, we'll blame we'll blame the army. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it, it's easy to blame them. Uh, so <laughs> just blame them for everything. Um, so yeah, he'll, he'll, uh, be done with his reserve deployment, uh, and back into the workforce, uh, I guess shortly and, and back local. So, um, then we can all hang out and drink dark and stormies and do joint recording recordings. So mm-hmm. that'd be fun. Anyway, so let's jump right into, uh, fires of heaven, chapter 27. The practice of diffidence. And their chapter symbol is the flame of Tarvalan. Well, which is it's appropriate. Yes, I think it's self-explanatory. I mean, we quite literally are in the den. Oh yeah. And guys, I learned a new word. I have never before seen the word diffidence. So it was exciting to add in my vocabulary at 34. I'm like, eh, I kind of know everything, but then a word pops up and I'm like, I'm sure I could figure it out, but let's Google it. I was like, modesty or shyness resulting from a lack of self-confidence. We have nobody in this chapter that is lacking in confidence. But I was like, okay, I can see somebody wanting to pretend like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I learned my new words from Wordle. No. <laughs> I've played a few times. I have not lost yet on that, but I started actually doing Nerdle. So it's a hmm. math one. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's super nerdy. Like you have to solve a math, you have to make up a math problem and get the right one. The same oh. concept, but you have I to like, even, like I've seen everybody posting about it and I have not touched it, but I guess I'll have to. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, 
it's a fun one. Yeah, I love I love learning about words. I love origins of words. It's kind of like one of my hobbies. It's like finding where words come from and yeah, things like that. So they have a word for that. And I used to know it because I used to talk about it all the time. Like the away with words on NPR um, is a entire show around words. I love that. I've listened to it once or twice. But yeah, it's, it's really while. good. Like, like the two of them, like actually, like, I guess write dictionaries. So like they're the two hosts. So it's actually a good show. Uh, nice little radio show. I don't listen to NPR much because I'm usually listening to books. But when I do, I do enjoy that one. Um, so anyway, um, so let's move right into, and now I'm showing how old I am. <laughs> I <listen> to NPR. <laughs> no, that's not an age thing. I've listened to NPR since uh, I was 15. Yeah. And some of it's actually really good. Like, uh, now I'm going to get like geeky about NPR. Um, what's the lab one? Um, uh, oh, um, sound lab. Uh, no, no, it's not sound lab. It's something like a lab. Uh, but it's really good. It's like a sciencey type. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I can yeah, hear it. It's really, it's really good because they go into like deep topics, like <laughs> Radio yeah, Lab. Radio Lab. That's it. Radio yes. Lab. It's yeah. They go to. It's, it's really, really fascinating. And anyway, you have the two car guys on Saturday morning, and you got oh, car talk's gone. Tell me what? Okay, so I haven't listened mm-hmm. to Saturday morning in a while. So the car yeah, talk is gone. Uh, car talk's gone. Yeah, I think now they they played it with wait wait. Don't tell me. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> next, next on NPR. <laughs> uh, all right. So Swan tries to, uh, yeah, it starts out with Swan. Uh, she's trying to like use an offensive tactic, you know, as she's meeting with these Aes Sedai. Uh, she has kind of this, uh, you know, good cop, bad cop plan with Leanna. Like, and, <laughs> and it doesn't discuss, you know, as the chapter goes on, we kind of figure out what the plan is. It doesn't just, it doesn't show them making the plan. We just kind of piece it together as it's going along. And she's, she's she trying to kind of hell of a job of it. I know, but she's trying to like, I guess, I guess steer the eyes to die into making different decisions. And also I guess, give her, give herself purpose. So, yeah. I mean, so her yeah. first statement is you are rudderless. Yes. I mean, that just implies the fact they have zero direction and they need somebody to lead them. And here she is ready to go. She's like, all that activity out there is play and show. You might have fooled each other and maybe even the guide in, though I'd count or though I'd not count on it if I were you, but you can't fool me. So mm-hmm. like, she's just ready to step right back into her role, which, you know, as a person who's used to being in charge, I can see this being a thing. You're not used to being looked at as less than, so always interesting when you're in that situation yeah definitely yeah and and she's just marketing about like what's your plan and then you know uh, i'm kind of gonna skip around here because my notes are kind of sporadic but like you know they're talking about the armorland and and you know even thinking about even joining back with them and like there's all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff going on and it's just it's a really interesting conversation uh and just just the fact that they really don't have a plan like yeah we we kind of congregate together we don't no idea which way we're going and it's very obvious they don't well yeah um, i mean quite literally they're sitting there and she's just like you guys realize like elida is now amerlin and she has the one up on us and she's gonna go after rain and she gets her hands on him first you know he'll be still before um time and cannot say the word Tarman Tarman Gaiden. Gaiden. excuse me mm-hmm. so she's just like laying into them for their inactivity and their lack of ability to see what's in front of their face and their response is do you agree 
with Swan, Leanna. Mm-hmm. Like they quite literally are just calm, cool, relaxed. Like Swan absolutely means nothing to them at this point. In the sense that she's been stripped of her power, and now we're really gonna see what they think of her. That was the first thought on my mind when she came in there with guns blazing. Was you no longer have the power to put emphasis behind your statements. So yeah, you're not even nice to die anymore. So yeah, we don't really care about you. <laughs> <laughs> so you know they actually value Leanna's, and they probably have already always valued laying at the same level as Swan, but never outright made it be known that her opinion was just as, if not equally important. And so this is when Swan really gets the, op- or Leanna really gets the opportunity to start that good cop, bad cop, like, oh, I definitely agree with her thoughts, but I know you guys have been doing the right thing and you're on the right path and you're doing the best thing for the people. So it was here that I realized, all right, they're playing them or swans getting played so i had two like competing thoughts in the very beginning either um liana's really just decided she's going to make the best situations for herself or her and swan are really as close as they appear and they're trying to play everybody so yeah yeah Yeah. um and they're trying to also i guess edge themselves into a position within this new tower or whatever you want to call it um you know, uh, they're trying to explain how they're still useful. You know, Swan's definitely saying, you know, hey, I used to be in charge of the eyes and ears for the Blues, which is the largest network um, of like spies and and, and informants. And she's like, I know all the people, so I can, we can get things running. And have you guys even thought about that? Like, they're still probably reporting back to the tower. Like, you guys need to reroute all those reports here. Like, this this could be an advantage for you. And like, you know, and I think that's the point where, they're like, oh, you decided whether they're going to rejoin the tower or not. And they're like, she's like, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she also, they also recognize the power of misinformation. She's like, you know, not only could my spies be bringing us the correct information, but we could be sending misinformation to the tower to guide them in the opposite mm-hmm. direction of where we need them to be. Like, she's cool. already finding ways to manipulate the tower from without, or from outside of the tower mm-hmm. in a way that they would never before see because they're like, oh, this is just information from less than people. That's the whole idea when you have so much power that anybody under you really can't control you. You never mm-hmm. know. And so, yeah. And during all this exchange, like the I said, I are almost trying to like brush them off and end the conversation. Like, okay, yeah, whatever. We don't really care what you have. Like, we like it's almost like they're trying to dismiss them the entire time until like, uh, Swan pulls out the nuclear option, like, and she just kind of drops the bombshell. Goes, oh yeah, and by the way, Logan will testify that the Red Aja set him up, and they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that just like stops everything, and they're like, mm-hmm. okay, what's this? <laughs> and uh, the, like, stupid me, I was sitting here like, did when did they talk about that? I don't remember that. Like, that's a game changer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a second. I see what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I was like, she's really, really, really manipulative. She's really smooth with it. Mm-hmm. And I hope this is a preconceived thought out plan that all of them are in on. And she's not taking advantage of a situation. But I don't think she thought yeah. that far ahead. Yeah. But with this new information, you know, return to the tower is now impossible. Like they're like, okay, well, if the reds were behind Logan, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out the motive and they can't really figure out why. 
they would do that. And, hmm. you know, they, they try to reason it out, but they can't. And they're like, well, this is what Logan told me. And she, he didn't know that I was, I said, I, so he just kind of confessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would never tell you guys that, but yeah. So kind of a big bombshell moment. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that in this particular section of the story that stood out to me was Swan's perceived or the perception of Swan and her disposition. They were like a young woman's temper to go with a young woman's face. And so they're really not taking her seriously until she does drop that bomb. And then, like you said, the instant question of why, why would they do this? But very quickly, they're like, are you certain? Uh, Will will he say that that happened? Um, Does he know who you guys are? And they're like, no, he had no idea who we were. He fessed up. We have ammunition. We need to make sure that the people know that the current tower is not indeed the tower since they put a false dragon. I mean, mm-hmm. that creates motive right there. Right. So, and, you and, know, Swan saw this out pretty well. Yeah. And reluctantly, I said, I agree and, and accept, you know, to use Swan and Leanne, Leanne's uh, contacts. So they, they do come around to it. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, she takes a step further, like, and starts like really planning it out. I mean, I mean, one thing that she's worried about too, is she's like, you know, all it'll take is one blue sister to be caught and they're going to be found out. And here you guys are like looking like you're ready to win her in. And it's not it is not a good idea like we need to be planning and make sure that we can move when we like soon like not not sit here for years and think about it i think this kind of speaks to two points the first point is they still hadn't made up their decision in mm-hmm. their mind they still have the ability and they do to go back to the tower because they cannot have the tower divided it needs to be at the strongest we know mm-hmm. this. right the other thought is that because they are women who can channel, they have this power and so they don't feel threatened per se. Right. And the white tower definitely would not bring down the hammer on a group of women who are so close to people who are not allies, because mm-hmm. that means they would have to go into a territory of an enemy as well. And they're risking their own lives. So, right. Yeah. And then, you know, the next is really good political move, maneuvering from Swan, where she then changes the conversation saying like, well, you know, if we need to take back the tower, we need to form our own hall of sitters here and raise our own Amberlin as the true Amberlin of the tower and depose the other one as a usurper, um, you know, and they're kind of taken back like, well, that means the tower's broken and everyone will know. He's like, well, the tower is broken. Like, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like and this you mean is probably we're telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, and this is our best option. So you know we have no other choice but to try to you know remove Elida. So um, and they start trying to figure out you know who who would they raise as Armalin and and Swan puts forth leading suggestions or um, uh, but before they get really too much into that, the uh, kind of the conversation switches to where Rand is. Yeah, that leading conversation was the one that really caught my attention, to be honest with you. I'm like, and this is where we see um, Nine Eve, not Nine Eve, Egwene okay. being pulled in and becoming Amarlin. They need somebody strong with power that was outside mm-hmm. of the tower who doesn't seem to be influenced by Swan. Boom, mm-hmm. you got two, well, three really good choices. You got Elaine, you got Nynaeve, and you got Egwene. 
Now Nynaeve can't control her 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 power. Her she have more rain as well. She was outside the tower. She's powerful. Yeah, but they all know that she's Swan's girl. Like that's <laughs> yeah, the connection to like, Swan. There you go. Yeah, yeah, to, that's, yeah. that's not okay. that's not healthy for them. At yeah. this point, they're motivated by <laughs> motivated by the fact that they don't have to listen to Swan. They're yeah. choosing to, but they don't have to. Right. So it literally leads us to these three women, all strong in the power. And so you really have Egwene and Elaine, and Elaine already has the throne. Right. At some point in time in her life. And she's not going to step down from the throne. So, well, she could. But, no. Yeah. So you really only have one choice. Right. Because well, Nynaeve can't really channel unless she's angry. Exactly. <laughs> and then Egwene, ha- Egwene has the connection with Rand. So then now Swan puts somebody in the Amelin seat who also is already connected and supporting Rand. So the dragon is being supported fully by the eyes to die, or so. So hypothetically, if a Gwen were to be raised as Armlin, how much autonomy do you think she would have, though? Like, I mean, do you think she'd be a puppet, or do you think she'd actually be able to rule? Oh, being, see, being young and now this is where, like, though they may want her to be a puppet, I think this is where Moraine steps in, okay, and helps to guide her for the benefit of the greater good who which also would be led by swan but they couldn't have swan up front and center so she'd have to pull in moraine and okay. of course she's got the wise ones yep there's yeah, the wise ones as well so and they get to that whole council yeah yeah there you go and they get to that as well you know they've heard about wise ones um but you know none of these sisters have ever met an Aiel, really, uh, I don't think. And they're kind of almost terrified to go search for Rand in the waste, but they decide to, you know, probably the best thing to do is to send a delegation and try to go find them. Um, yeah. Uh, that was they, after they, much coaxing. Like they, at first, sure. didn't want anything to do with it. And then with, again, Swan being the one to kind of guide the conversation, well, this is where he's got to be. You know, she's still a little off, which surprises mm-hmm. me. You think she'd have better communication between her agents but she doesn't when it comes to sure. those ladies um but she's right and right. they are going to go looking for him so that's good news uh here's another question i thought of as well so you're going back to the whole Gwen thing so without her being able to come become a full i said i though um i mean because uthrod's back in tarvalon yeah so true. she can't swear the oaths so i mean how would you be able to raise someone to armaland without than being i mean we don't know what moraine's carrying the wagon with her <laughs> good point <laughs> tons like of we've got doors that may lead to the same you know something just as important and powerful and then maybe another rod like okay we don't know yeah we don't we, we know there's a black rod there you go it shoots bellfire <laughs> <laughs> And we know from uh, from Nablus there might be a red rod as well that Ian's mom gets. But um. yeah, and I mean, it <laughs> kind of alludes to the idea of having an omelet that can be a full person, like not have to remove themselves from lying. So maybe there's an exception made for some reason or another. I'm trying to piece through why that would be or how that would be. Um, I can't come up with a good one at the moment unless it was mandated by somebody like ram but you know they're not gonna die to die aren't gonna bend you know completely to Rand. so i don't know if maybe the wise ones come to her aid and they're like well she passed our stuff so she can you know do just as well serving you all 
I'm not sure, yeah. but we'll find out. Yeah. And just as a clarification, because someone said this in chat. Yeah. So the red rod came from me to Ian's mom, not from Nablus. It's just from Nablus's store. Nablus <laughs> has an online wheel of time. Nablus, the YouTuber, has an online wheel of time store. And I bought yeah. it from Nablus's store. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Nablus didn't give her the red so it is rod. Official, it is official Watt merchandise uh, <laughs> with multiple <laughs> settings. <laughs> you can find it at thegreatblight.com. <laughs> Just go to novelty <laughs> items. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's where you find it. Um, it's right there. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, so what? So we're back to this whole thing with the uh, sending. Yeah, they picked these two Aes Sedai to go. Yeah, look for them. Um, they made good selections. Picking two greens with you know seven warders in between them. Yeah. They they definitely come with a, I'm not gonna say a small army but a nice little unit to right. go out searching, and sure. you know who better to send to meet the Aiel than warders? Sure, yeah, battle and all. Exactly, the green Aja, the battle Aja. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then as we're in the middle of this conversation, um, one of uh, I guess it's Sherim's warder arrives. Because um, mm-hmm. they're just about to dismiss Swan Leon and his water rights and says, you know, 20 men, are, armed men are approaching the village. Hmm. Um, so it's this big hoopla, like, oh, crap, we've been we've been found. Like, did you did you have that for even a second or what did you think this was? I knew right away. OK, like there, there wasn't a question. No, 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 no. Let me take that back. I'll take that back for a moment. They said there, you know, there are men coming. They didn't necessarily stay armored. So for just a second, okay. I was like, did our, our three ladies convince the circus to head <laughs> in that direction somehow? <laughs> like they figure yeah. something out and I missed that. And then I was like, no, 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 no. Well, we have somebody after them and he's a smart individual and he has connections. So, you know, that's where my mind how pissed Excuse do you think me. the I said I would be if like the whole thing is they're trying to keep this whole thing secret and then all of a sudden Elaine and I need to come like march in with the entire oh, circus. Like, Trust like, me, that was my next thought. I was like, yeah, that's not very effective. That's that not going to fly. <laughs> like, let's say secret. And here comes a tire <laughs> circus into town. Like, and we're not a secret anymore. <laughs> There's a band playing and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah. I was like, this is about to get real ugly for somebody. Uh, yeah. I was like, you know, she talked her up. There goes Gwen coming on and making all the racket. Yeah, exactly. Thought. Yeah. So Sharon tells them that they can't be allowed to give their presence away. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is it Ar- Arnvar? I think yeah, Arnvar is, his, is the warder's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, replies with you know killing them. Mm. <laughs> you know. It would be kind of difficult because of how many they are. They look like veterans, um, you know, even for warders. But yeah, so that 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 option is thought about. Yeah, and um, I think it would be the most highly effective. But like you said, they're skilled warriors, so it take a little bit more to down them. And if one escapes, then right there goes the whole. Yeah. And, and before they can even really figure out what to do, another warder, uh, one of one of uh, Mariel's, uh, Mariel's, 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 
um, Waters comes in and says, thinks it's Gareth Bren, which we've heard her name several times before. Uh, Muriel, Muriel, Muriel. I can't pronounce her, but. You know, I'm horrible with names. You get spark my memory. But um, we've heard her. Uh, so uh, that's the uh, from the chapter with Moraine, the one who Lan Spawn's going to transfer to. Oh, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. So anyway, thanks to Gareth Brent. Um, yeah. And, and, and they asked, like, well, you know, we kind of might need a general. So maybe it's yeah. good Gareth Brent's here. <laughs> <laughs> and of course you have swan in the background sweating bullets like oh my god oh my god oh my god he's here <laughs> yeah and as they're all discussing this they turn it over to swan swan just like yeah sweating bullets like uh absolutely not, <laughs> absolutely not. Tell him like, if you have to and she's like really messed up like sure him goes like that. so why swan why, why <laughs> is he here <laughs> and why are you acting this way <laughs> She's like, perfect. Bring them in here. This yeah. is the way swans. <laughs> they are like giving back at her 100 folds. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to make this next two minutes of your life living hell or however yeah. long you're going to live. We don't know because, you know, we studied you guys, but we don't want to be near still women. And, you know, we're going to figure you out. Like, you would think common sense things. Like, she lied to them and they didn't even blink about it. Like, oh, she was nice to die. She can't lie. Nope. She managed mm-hmm. to get that past them. And now yep. she slipped up at the end. You know, they always say, like, stick to your lie. Mm-hmm. Don't be slipping on your pepper. <laughs> and yeah. there she goes. She slipped. Yeah. And she had to explain what she's there, doing there in the first place that she was running. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, there's a thing, a thing, and a thing happened, and a thing happened. And I, I kind of had to, you know, get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah quote, quote of 2022 chris stick to your lie <laughs> <laughs> stick to your lie you're slipping on your pimpin. <laughs> uh some good old street lessons for our exactly. listeners <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways <laughs> so <laughs> All right, that's how we end this chapter, though. Uh, like literally in mid sentence, which I love it. It's like at eh, next chapter. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, any final thoughts from this? You Can know, I- the Socratic method of communication I've mentioned multiple times is my absolute favorite, and that is what Swan is using here. And I mean, that comes from uh, Liana. Am I saying mm-hmm. her name right? I always say that. Yeah. Wrong. It comes from Leanna and like the Darmani use of that persuasive Mm -hmm. style to communicate. And it does really work on everybody. I really thoroughly enjoy that she recognized that she has to change her personality and she has to attempt to appear more more, um, coy in her conversations and much more humble. And, you know, she has- She has to practice diffidence. Yes. So I appreciate her demonstrating to me the use of that word. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it, it, obviously she's trying to manipulate them, but she doesn't want to come off too strong because then they know her as a manipulator. So uh, if you come on too strong, they'll just see right through it. Mm-hmm. That you're trying to manipulate and be like, Psh, go away. I mean, you could tell that they, <laughs> some of them kind of knew, but they yeah, also so. want to be led. Yeah. 
And that's uh yeah, exactly. Chapter 28 trapped. And our sign is the bull. Mess with the bull. Poor, get, poor Gareth. Get the horns. Um, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, so the start with Gareth. The question is, is was yeah? he really trapped? Hmm? Uh, yeah. I mean. It's like choices. Yeah, choices. There we go. I, I would prefer the word choices for this chapter. Yeah. You could easily sub those words out, and Ian and I both would be happy with the word choices. Yeah. Whereas the whereas the choices chapters are more trapped. <laughs> yes, exactly. So like Jordan loves to mess with us here. And here he he had a choice. He could have ridden in with his army. He could have not come in at all. He could have demanded people up to come out. Um and then was he really the one trapped when he well we'll get there, but he got what he wanted. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He in a roundabout way. He maneuvered he, he, some things. Well, he didn't know this is what was gonna happen. I mean, he was just trying to hunt down Mara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so gareth Brynn enters the village um you know and, and sees i said i waiting to bring him in and he's you know surprised i mean he no- he notices the waters immediately like those are waters uh, those are i said i okay what's going on here why are there so many i said i right next to white click territory hmm. this doesn't make much sense but judging by i think he's just judging by i think a local stump you know close by stump that just been cut down they just start. They haven't been here long. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he says they had only been there for about two months. Yeah. So like he's gone through and assessed the situation. He knows he has an idea that these people are new here. He recognizes almost instantaneously that they were all to die. And his first question is, is why are they so close to an area like Amadistia? Mm-hmm. Because they're not welcome here. And with you know the locals and the white cloaks kind of coming in that direction do they realize that they themselves may be trapped? So, mm-hmm. you know, there are a whole lot of questions here. And, you know, he was really good to start analyzing. I think the the situation that caught me off guard was the fact that he didn't send somebody on his behalf to enter sure. the village. Yeah. Um, you could say that's a sign of a good leader wanting to take the responsibility, especially since the only reason they're really there is, like you said, they're looking for two women. And right. there's there's no harm that should be done, period. Sure. He doesn't know that he's walking into like the biggest secret on the continent. Right. At the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And he's met by the six eyes to die. And Sherium comes out first and explains to those as, yep, the three you're looking for that have, uh, you know, that will honor their oath, but um, you can't have them right now. Mm. Um, so if you want to stick around, you can. And, 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 you know they they can carry out their sentence, but they're not they're not going with you. <laughs> I love uh, again speaking to his brilliance, his intelligence. He already knew how who some of these Aes Sedai were just based on reputation. Mm-hmm. Like Shiriam did not introduce herself, but he right away yep. used Shiriam Sedai. So like he's saying, "I recognize you. I know who you are." Like. Right. We're going to have this conversation with the understanding that I know your reputation. So let's get into this. And he realizes the moment he walks in the door and sees all these eyes to die, he kind of has to go along with whatever they say, because if not, he and the 50 men that he came along with won't make it out of their alive. So mm-hmm. he's being a good leader. Right. And yeah. And, and Brent says he's happy to, to wait for the ICD to be finished with them and then he'll take them 
Um, and then Sherem says, Sherem then spills the beans on who they actually are. <laughs> <laughs> and the trap shots. Yeah. And he's like, shit, all this for a pair of blue eyes. And those blue eyes, are, they, they're hard not to follow. Like, we all yeah. know that we all have our moments of weaknesses. And, mm. you know, for me, any form of blue or green eyes going to kind of draw me in. I'm going to be paying close attention. And, you know, if, if the walk is right and the talk is right, I might catch myself following when I know I shouldn't be. So, you know, it's just a thing. It happens to us all. It, it, to the yeah. Us. yeah. Genetic mutation. <laughs> but it's, uh, they traced it back to, I think, one person that had a genetic oh, wow. mutation. Yeah. Huh. They, they, I guess uh, I've done studies and figured out uh, there was one person in Europe that had a genetic, genetic mutation of blue eyes. And then I guess he bred a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had blue eyes. All the women he had blue eyes. Like, and all the women were like, oof. You know, the worst thing is, is that all those husbands are like, hey, hold on a second. Hold on. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> i don't have blue eyes and you don't have blue eyes so yeah what's going on here we saw a blue eyed guy a few months back we have to have a conversation yeah um yeah um but at this point you know with with everything with learning all this the chances of them getting away are are, are pretty much non-existent <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's I kind mean, of stuck there it, now. I think it's really cool. Right away, he's like, "It looks like we're playing the game of houses." Yeah, he's and like, he realizes he's losing. We're definitely playing the game of houses, and I got the short end of the stick here. Let me see what I can do. Maybe not to come out on top, but at least to come out. Period. Mm -hmm. So he did a good job too. Yeah, and and, and he, he kind of gets puts two two together and says, "Okay, well." I guess the tower split, and this is the group I said I that's against Elida. All right, so if they're they need him, you know, the help with the army, yeah, maybe maybe that's a good play. Um, <laughs> so they actually go right into talks about that. Um, I love his quote, his mental quote. He said, "I Sedai must have invented days Damar. They seemed to play it in their sleep. Battle was surely more bloody, but it was more honest too." If they mm -hmm. meant to pull his strings and his strings would be pulled, they would manage it one way or another, but it was time to show them he was not a brainless puppet. And you're mm -hmm. right, he went into like word vomit. He's like, the tower's broken, boom. Point blank period, I know it. I just split. The only reason you could want me is not because you need an extra sword or two, but because you need somebody to lead an army. So he's putting mm -hmm. himself in a position of power within their ranks right away. Right. And then he lays out, here are my conditions. These are my expectations. First, the command is mine. You have nothing to say. Right. I control it all. You know, right. I will listen to what you have to say. I will make sure we meet your goals, but they're mine. You right. give me command and soldiers and, and are under me. And he right. goes, you know, second, if I tell you it can't be done, consider it. I'll consider what you have to say, but consider it the fact. It cannot be done. Third, mm -hmm. if you begin this, you will stay the course, which, right. you know, cool boating term, but yep. you don't want to deviate. I can't yeah. afford for you to deviate. We might you know, run aground and never make it off the island. Yeah, I think the, the term he uses, he says, by doing this, I'm putting a noose around my neck and all my men's necks. And if you leave me, might as well just, you know, yeah, kick, the, kick yeah. the stool up from under him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, because he's it, right. Elida, we know, is just that yeah. vindictive yeah 
It's so, a, and it's pretty steep demands though. I mean, uh, com- coming from someone to an ice die, you know, cause they, they like to be in control. Obviously they, they're used to be in control and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and listened to and followed unconditionally. And he's pretty much lays it down and says, you know, I'll listen to you and I'll take your suggestions, but I'm in charge. If you're going to have me lead your army, it, it, we're going to, I'm in charge. <laughs> I feel like the one benefit he realizes he has is the simple fact that they know nothing about war and don't want to really be a part of it. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing about a warrior is they can sense when a person has the heart for what they're doing and when they don't. And he walked into a room of people who half don't have the heart and the other half don't have the knowledge. I should mm-hmm. say they all don't have the knowledge of what it's like to be in a real war. Right. I mean, some of them may have seen the Iowa war, but yeah. they were just there literally for medical. And they, and they do mention all the great, great captains as well. So I think this is the first time we mentioned the great captains. So there, there's five great captains. Gareth Brent's one of them. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, Rodel Alderado Rada is one. Um, uh, Davram Bashir is one. Uh, Pedro Nile, who leads the White Cloaks, is another great captain. And the fifth one is, uh, is, uh, is uh, Lord Algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> Lord <laughs> Algorithm. <laughs> as we like to call him algamar yes. uh algamar, so who, who so. we've already met we've already met algamar we've heard bashir referred to we've met nail uh Pedro Nile and, and some of the chapters uh the leader of the white cloaks yeah um uh, bashir we have not met we've heard of and and uh aldorado rada um rodell is is a new name but yeah and they'll so. probably be coming up in the next couple chapters yeah I'm fishing y'all. So I, I keep hearing that this next chapter is going to be like, or the second chapter is going to be third chapter, third, third, cha- third one for next week. Third, yeah. Three yeah. chapters. Yeah. So either way, like I'm excited. It, it's, it's fun. It's a good chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, so as the, I said, I just go to debate his terms because they break into two camps and they start debating it. Swan comes over to talk to him. It's like, mm-hmm. why did you follow me here? I just burnt down a bar. Can't you just let it go? And she's like, I came here because you made an oath. Yeah, it's principal at this point. But then he, in his head, he goes, and because of your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) And now I know why those eyes are so appealing to me, because they belong to a woman who had so much power, who put me in my place, who I have a crush on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she laid into him she's like if you ruin this for me i swear to you i will haunt you in your sleep i will come back from the dead and make sure you live just so i can repeatedly beat you up in your dreams i mm-hmm. think this was was a direct quote but if yeah. it wasn't it should be should be <laughs> yeah and and they start to argue a little bit about what happened in camelin uh because he, he brings it up like or i think maybe she brings uh, he brings up like why did you forced me not to go to Morendi, like you know the, the first time they met in core springs years and years ago um mm-hmm. and she's you know immediately like snaps back like that's isodite business and then she explains herself she's like so um, i said really that anymore i kind of need you on my side so let me tell you you could have messed <laughs> up something that, yeah there's something bigger than you going on and we, we were trying to unite all of Morandi, and there's a guy that, that had promise and we didn't want you going there just killing this guy so we needed you to. He's like, so what happens to this guy? She's like, eh, a sheep, <laughs> a sheep herder. Yeah, put an mm-hmm. arrow in him. He's like, right. huh, understood. Yeah. Yep. And he ends up dying. So, <laughs> but the the guy that they 
that was going to be yeah, the chosen one. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, so after that little conversation, the Aes Sedai returned back and tell me accept his conditions and um, pledged themselves to follow, uh, follow them without reservation. And Bryn kneels and vows to serve them. And that's how we end this section, our point of view. Is there anything from this that we missed or anything else you wanted to go over or talk about? No, I think we breezed through it pretty quickly, but we hit all the high points. Okay. So then we switch to men's point of view. Good old men. So mm. after seeing Bryn, Men suspects that uh, uh, that she'll be held to her oath very soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was um, next a little bit because like she had a shock of or a look of shock when he walked in in the first place. So. Right. Yeah, and, and she turns to Logan, tells him to stay put while she figures out what's going on. Um, yeah, and she's sent right back to him by Swan though. So <laughs> this is really mm. very far. Uh, and and Logan's being. Eeyore pissed off because now he's now he has overheard who Mara really is too and he's not happy about that <laughs> yeah. well, and, and that's understandable I mean she's the reason why he no longer has power like right she she sentenced him to be still um she was armored when he was sentenced and yeah and she and he feels like I mean probably feels like like that she led him just into I said I hands yeah after he just escaped and was all farce and he's not really happy yeah but you know what he's awake now like mm-hmm. we went from a low gain who was dying in a saddle and now he's got anger in his blood again he's like you know what you mean swan that's stupid i mean <laughs> yeah he's like pretty much snarling at men like i can't believe this is any of these people like they want to talk to me and of course men can see like the prophecies around him and how he's going to get his greatness and he's going to get his retribution but he can't listen to her because he can't move beyond the fact that he was just tricked for literal miles by the woman who sentenced him to something worse than death you know the mm-hmm. removance of the power so yeah kind of crazy yep and um and then you see uh swan carrying laundry <laughs> <laughs> and she's in a bad mood obviously um and, and men wants to talk to her um yeah because uh, now obviously she's one of Bryn's serving girls and, and men tells swan that she had a viewing uh when Bryn came in that uh that if she wants to live she has to stay close to Bryn. <laughs> um, you know somehow i missed that part but yeah i think it's quite interesting that she's going to be close to him you know, I can't wait for this love story to bloom. Like, we clearly can see that there's going to be a, a Gareth and, and Swan thing here. Oh, okay. So there's my... Shipping them? Oh, Shipping Gareth and Swan? Okay. Yeah, like, this this is going to happen. Like, I can see, you know, maybe, like, all the organs are 20 years younger, too, and she, you know, has some little, <laughs> little calf here or something, you know what I mean? Like, a little, little bull baby. Like... <laughs> but nothing else i can see them getting very close as she sees the greatness in him the execution mm-hmm. of his planning and how being in alignment with him will lead her to better right because yeah. he will definitely do the right thing and he trusts her thought process probably yeah. still above those that are still eyes to die so because you know he's human Mm-hmm. And he's human without magic. Right. So 
he can see the value in a person that has a mind. Yeah. Well, after being told this, Swan, uh, you know, I think makes a comment. She isn't sure if Donnie would be worse than staying close to him, though. <laughs> and, and then well, tells men to go get the laundry, and that's how we end the chapter. Well, and that's from her being heated. I mean, she's just, yeah. you know, told you're literally going to do all of my chores. And she's like, in my life, I have never been the one. So why would I do it for you? Yeah, I think the exact quote was, when Bryn came in, I had a viewing, an aura, a bull ripping roses from around its neck. And none of it matters except the aura. Uh, I didn't really understand that, but more than anything else. But if you want to stay alive, you better stay close to him. All, hmm. all I know is this. If he stays close to you, you live. If it gets too far away for too long, you are going to die, both of you. Hmm. I don't know why I should be seeing anything about you and his aura, uh, but it seems like part of it. But it seems like you are part of it. I feel like had she still been in Aes Sedai, she could have made him her warder. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, you can't really read much into that. It is what it is. Stay near him and live, get too far apart and die. Sure. Period. And that's how we end this chapter. Wow. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Anything else from these chapters? We we covered a lot, but I think okay. we hit everything that we needed. I think the one thing that we need to realize is that this is going to be a very long game for Swan. It's going to okay. directly impact a lot. I mean, we need these women to go aid Rand. Mm -hmm. Like, that's already in and of itself crazy to think about. They don't know that they have enemies closing in on them from two sides. And they're afraid to really utilize their power. So it's going to be tough for those individuals. So, yeah, David from David in chat uh, has a question. He says, you know, if your prediction is true uh, about Sawana Gareth, do you think they'll approach them the show, the TV show? You know, they have deviated enough now. That's not a fair question, David. We're going to have to have a conversation <laughs> later. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking about it. I like because I, I was having a conversation with a friend who is about to who's gotten really into the show but he just has not picked up the books and I'm like you just you never know where they're gonna go with this story they've deviated a little bit they've deviated mm -hmm. enough to where it's a different story but mm -hmm. not so much where they couldn't bring it back and sure. I don't see her not kind of being highlighted she's got to be highlighted I think he's got to be highlighted for the story to go well. Does the right. love have to be highlighted? No, but will it? Yes, because it's Hollywood. So there you go. My logical point or thought is, is yes, we will see it in the show. Okay. Sounds good. So we had a lot of predictions from this uh, go around. You had the shipping of Gareth and Swan. Um, um, had a lot of predictions around um uh, all the politicking from the first chapter so lots of things lots of different directions from these these chapters we could be going um but i'm I think hoping by the way you guys gonna cut him off i need a parent chapter uh okay <laughs> so if you want to message me on a little be like make sure you get the chapter or whatever because the parent chapter okay i'll be excited for that. In, in the next book <laughs> i'm starting to believe you I'm starting to think that you're being honest when it comes to that, which is kind of scary. Uh, yeah. So I think actually uh, all the books have the main characters out. Like all, like if you consider Dragon Reborn, not really Rand, but Rand's in there for a little bit. But um, 
uh, there are books that have none of some of the characters but yeah hmm. I, I will give you that much of a spoiler but favorite character from these chapters I love the way Gareth manipulated this. I'm not going to use the word manipulated, navigated. Yeah. No, that was pretty good. That was a good moment. Yeah. Good yeah. Just like laid he, down. And he wasn't expecting anything more than the back end of it. So, you know, right. he, he oversold what he needed. Right. He got it, all of it. And he wasn't expecting to actually uh, get recruited coming in here. I mean, he was coming in just to find Swan. So mm-hmm. all this was kind of thrown on him, but really, really quick on his feet uh to to change the situation and really if he's going to do it this is how he wants to do it so yep so next time we'll be doing three chapters chapter 29 30 and 31 so memories of saldea is chapter 29 a wager is chapter 30 and chapter 31 the far snows (laughs) (laughs) guys i don't know what you guys know but i know that alan has been torturing me since the start of this show and i was like all right well then we need to hurry up and get off this call because i have reading to do so uh, yeah well you, you can message me when when you get done with 31 it's gonna be a minute because i am so tired like we, we have had some rough nights with this sure the weather here has been changing by like 35 degrees overnight it has it's supposed to be 81 degrees here on monday when i tell you my allergies are on fire it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah. Anything else before we finish it up? No, sir. All right. Well, how we can be found is at the Will Reads uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, all those mm. places. We're going to be on YouTube more uh, coming up soon. So that is one thing. Um, most people don't listen to this part. I think I, I can watch, look at the analytics and see people like, oh, once you start going to this, people just tune off. I've heard all this before. So I'm going to start adding little tidbits in here. So you guys that stick around, <laughs> get mm-hmm. little tidbits. Um, so yeah, so I changed the patron roles and, and perks around a little bit. Uh, I took some things around. Uh, I moved some things around, took some things away, um, added some other things for perks. Um, and really the biggest change that I made is, um, is our Discord live recordings are no longer patron only. Um, they are going to open for all uh, indefinitely. Um, and, and there's some reason behind that and I'll get to more announcements and it, it has to do a lot with YouTube and things like that. Um, but, um, we probably won't be launching that aspect of it. We might not launch that until we start the next book, but, um, just something in the future and something to get used to. Um, uh, I did change that low level tier to add some more stuff to it. Um, mm. cause I think that was the biggest perk of it, but you know, obviously you still get your name shout out. You get a special channel our discord server for patron only. And there's, uh, you know, a couple of things, you know, for a dollar, it's, uh, not a whole lot, but, um, but, 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 um, I, I figured just keep that open for everyone. Um, because of a direction that I'm, I'm going to start to move things towards, but we'll, we'll get there, but anyway, so yeah. Um, and I'll talk more about it in future episodes. Mm-hmm. Once it gets closer and closer to me, actually pulling the trigger. Preferably yeah. trigger on it. Um, and then also, uh, you know, we can, you can email me at the will re- or the will reads at gmail.com. I don't mention that often, but yeah, you can email me and I do respond to the emails. Um, you can also find us on our website at the will um, where you can find links to all sorts of stuff like our discord server. Um, and then you can also find links to our merchandise, which we do give away, but you can go buy it. Um, yeah. But, and then also our Patreon, uh, lots of perks there. So go check it out. Um, and yeah, 
Um, yeah. Also, feel free to leave a comment uh, on any search Have we that you listen to us on. 50 comments we, in Apple? Oh, yeah. We did a long time ago. You, we did a giveaway I for did it. Pay, did I get the... I, you know, I forget. Well, no, because I, because we were never, we were never able to find out. Like we 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 called them out, but I there's they don't give content information when people make comments, so I, mm. there's no way for me to, like unless they listen to that episode and they they reach out to me. Well, then whoever we're we're in your two thousand on Twitter, right? We're 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 two thousand two hundred. Yeah, so when we get to two thousand two hundred, whoever the two thousand two hundredth person is can get something from the store for me. Ooh, that's a good one. So okay, if you have a spouse cool. who hasn't liked us on Twitter yet. Or a friend. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, everybody, everybody's going to make like five different Twitter profiles right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got four myself. So <laughs> anyway, um, sorry. so yeah, um, feel free to, you know, make comments or, uh, or review us, um, share us with your friends. Uh, we do greatly appreciate that. Yeah, and fun. that's all I got. So until next time, peace. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.